Jerry Miller, it's a pleasure to connect with you through the I Love Seville Network on a President's Day. Uh, did you know it was President's Day today, Judah? I think I had seen somewhere that it was, but it didn't really uh, penetrate until uh, I was... Getting the mail? Getting the mail. I think even before then, I'd seen some, uh, some cleared parking spaces that I was surprised to see, and then I remembered. President's Day... Post office closed, banks are closed, some schools are out. Our kids in school, our oldest. Um, a lot we're going to cover on today's program. A couple of tidbits out of the notebook before we get to the headlines that you see on screen. Um, Facebook just turned 20 years old. Jim Hamlet, Randy O'Neill, Kevin Yancey, hello. 20 years old for Facebook. That's bananas to me. I'll let you know why that, I find that, like, just absolutely bananas, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm curious of what your take is on Facebook turning 20 years old. Logan Wells, Kalela, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, The draft zoning ordinance, the new zoning code starts today on Mm -hmm. President's Day. The... New zoning code is something that has been uh, in the works for years, and today is the official start of it. Yeah. It could lead us into topic number four on the headlines if you look at the screen. What's the most concerning issue facing Charlottesville right now? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. We'll ask Judah Wickhauer's take on that. Um, Virginia plays Virginia Tech tonight, Blacksburg. The Hokies are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. UVA does not want to lose this game. UVA is barely in the big dance right now. Barely in the big dance. And that victory over Wake Forest, yes, it was a victory, and I'll take any win. But when you go, what, 0 for 10 from the free throw line? Very concerning. Let's weave Judah Wickhauer in on a two-shot. 20 years for Facebook? Remember MySpace? Who, who was the guy that, was, that everybody was friends with on MySpace? It was Tom, right? Uh, I think so. It was Tom, right? I think so, yeah. Did you start on MySpace or Facebook? Uh, you know, I vaguely remember MySpace, but I don't remember having an account. I just remember like skipping around on it, checking things out. MySpace still in operation. Did you know that? I did not know that. Much more of a music-focused plot, social platform mm. now. MySpace is. Um, 20 years for Zuckerberg's Facebook. The most influential website that's ever been? The most influential. That's a tough call. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be either, what? Let's just rattle off a few. Google's got to be there. Would you consider that a... Because you say it's a search engine, not a website? Yeah, more or less. But you're right, it is very influential. Would you say Google's more influential than Facebook? Yeah, I would say that. You'd say yes, more influential than Facebook? Huh. All right, what else is on the list with Google and Facebook most influential? The 20-year anniversary of Facebook was earlier this month. I'd definitely put Twitter on that list. No. You don't think Twitter is influential? I do think Twitter's influential. Not more influential than Facebook. Oh, no. That's not what I was saying. 
I thought you were asking what other... I'm asking what is more influential than Facebook? Oh. Website-wise. App-wise. Besides Google, I mean... I kind of put uh, Facebook and Twitter pretty close alongside each other. I, I think they... I think Twitter is a far, far, far second. Far Not even second. second. Significantly behind Facebook. Is Here's there a particular type of influence you're... Broad reach. Appeals to the masses. Twitter's more niche. Twitter's more... Twitter's daily active users pale in comparison to Facebook. Okay. I mean, Facebook is, is, is shaped dating. It's shaped social networking. It's shaped... How we post food content, which is crazy. I mean, if you told us at a time 20 years ago that we would be busting out phones from our pockets and taking pictures of our food and post them online for our friends to see, 20 years ago, people would laugh at you. Yeah, no doubt. If you said 20 years ago, we would be stalking people on social media and looking at their photos from... Decades ago, we would laugh at you. Yeah. Now, you, Facebook is a publisher of content. I would bet more people get their news from a Facebook news feed than news platforms themselves. It's pretty scary. Is it not? It's very scary. It shows you the influence that Zuckerberg and his platform have. I mean, clearly have influenced elections. Teenage girls, teenage boys, teenage girls, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, Instagram owned by Facebook. You think that's still the case? What, body issues or political election influence? No, just teenagers. I mean, I think... Don't I think lock- teenagers are on Facebook's sister properties. I mean, the, I, and by think, I, we know. Yeah, I mean, I think... Instagram, TikTok, of course, not owned by Facebook, but that's another one. Yeah. Snapchat... Snapchat is more of a uh, communication platform than a social media uh, platform. Snapchat more of a camera and way to communicate than a social network. Yeah. But it's Instagram or TikTok. It's YouTube. I mean, YouTube is dominating Gen Z and Gen Alpha in crippling ways for Gen Z and Gen Alpha. Rotting Gen Z and Gen Alpha's brain at ways and, and at levels that we don't even know the magnitude of. Yeah. 20 years for a platform that is powerful. What you find is the most marginalized holiday. The most disrespected holiday. This being President's Day. President's Day has got to be on the short list for most disrespected holiday. Yeah, I would say, I mean... If we're talking about, you say disrespected, I would... I All right, might, how about I say I I might, forgotten? I might, oh, forgotten. Disrespected, I might say Juneteenth, because I'm sure there are a lot of people that, that disrespect it. Um, but forgotten. Um, I mean, President's Day is, a, is pretty high on the list. I don't know if... Does anybody know why... We even started having a presidency. I would, it, would imagine it's to, a, to honor presidents. But 
do you, was is there really a reason for having a day off to honor presidents? And what determines the day off? Banks and post office close? Yeah. Right. Is that what it I is? Mean, I, they what determines when they take off? Mar- the market's closed. They probably tried to uh, space them out. President's Day is officially Washington's birthday at the federal government level. A holiday in the United States celebrated on the third Monday of February. Hmm. That's today. It's bananas. It's February 19th already. Most forgotten, disrespected holiday. Is this it? Could be. Right? I would, I would think. I'd... I mean, what else is on there? I mean, we've got... Martin Luther King's birthday. Got I think MLK Day is extremely revered and and oh. and yeah, I agree. I was just naming the uh, the holidays. The opposite of forgotten. MLK one. Day is is championed. Yeah, definitely. I was just listing some of the you know obviously lesser known than uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, Memorial Day. I think Memorial Day and... I think Memorial Day is not forgotten. Memorial and Labor Day are, have some oomph. Yeah, and Veterans Day. Veterans Day has some oomph. But I think a lot of people get, the, get Veterans, Day, Veterans Day and Memorial Day mixed up. Possibly. Um, we got Columbus Day. Kevin Ancy says Arbor Day. Arbor Day. And he is also that- says, is Wikipedia more influential than Facebook? Wikipedia is pretty damn influential. That's a great suggestion, Kevin Yancey. Yeah. I still say Facebook is, uh, is, is more influential than Wikipedia. Really, the only website that I can see competing with Facebook from an influence is Google. Yeah. I think Google wins that. Because I think Google might win that as well. Because it's a lot easier to search for anything on Google. Obviously, it's a search engine. But uh, on Facebook, it seems to be, you know... I th- Facebook's got... is a search engine. Derek Bond, the owner of Moe's like and you- the Melting Pot, says, uh, President's Day is the birthdays of presidents. Yeah. We love Moe's. We love Derek Bond. It was good to see you the other day. Go ahead, Judah. Um, you said Google trumps Facebook. Oh, yeah. I feel like when when you search for things on Facebook, it uh, it prioritizes things from people that you know, which I think uh, diminishes, in my mind, the uh, the importance of it. As it's less uh, it's it's less balanced, I, I feel, and more uh, it's strengthened by your previous likes and uh, and friendships and so you tend to see a lot more of uh, the posts that kind of like kind of fit in your uh, your echo chamber yeah it's the algorithm yeah John Blair says do you guys remember Friendster I do remember Friendster absolutely Ginny Hu says, don't you all remember in elementary school when we used to celebrate Washington and Lincoln's birthdays separately? Then you would throw in Valentine's Day, and we had three class holidays in February. The good old days. 
We didn't take Valentine's Day off, though. I think she alludes to the fact that Valentine's Day, while you were in class, it was almost a forgotten day. Yeah, you were spending time cutting pink pink construction paper uh, Valentine's Day cards and eating candy. Did you give Valentine's to your sweethearts? I guess, yeah. I certainly did. I, I love Valentine's Day. You know what my favorite tax of them all is? Tax? Tax. You sure. know how you know, I, I despise taxes. Anyone who watches on this show, watches the show, they, they realize, I say this all the time, we're taxed way too much. Yeah. Like how ridiculous is it that we are, I saw this on Facebook the other day, speaking of Facebook, we're taxed on the money we earn at work. The person who's really screwed is the employer. The employer is paying taxes left and right. I mean, you found out the other day that I've obscene amounts of payroll taxes we're paying. We're, packed on the mo- we're taxed on the money we make. We're taxed on the money we pay our team members and our employees. Mm-hmm. Then once we get money from our boss or our companies that we work for, we go out and we're taxed. On everything we use that money on. On everything we use that money on. We tax on our houses. Yeah. We're taxed on our cars. Mm-hmm. We're taxed on our personal property. We're taxed on our gains. Yeah. It's. I don't, it might not be the red coats are coming, but get me a, a squirrel cap and a horse and some lanterns, and let's rally up the troops to go. Riding down West Main Street. Yelling about taxation without representation. There you go, Judah Wickhauer. There you go. Thank you very much. All right, let's get to today's news. Today is the uh, first day of Charlottesville's new zoning code. We're still talking about this. But it's the first day that the DZO upzoning, the new zoning code, whatever the hell we're going to call it, is in effect. Years of going down this road. Some in this community salute this milestone. Others target practice with this hallmark. There's a group of people in the city that are suing Mm -hmm. the city over the draft zoning ordinance. More lawsuits are coming. We know that. What are we going to get out of this? Probably very little. Yeah. Years of effort, thousands and thousands of taxpayer dollars. It may be a granny flat or a basement apartment or an ADU in the backyard. Outside of that, the invisible hand of capitalism, undefeated. Just like the only people that have beaten Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Father time. The only people that can supersede or push at a much faster clip than red tape from local government, commonwealth government, national government, federal government, capitalism, the invisible hand. You got thousands of people moving to the area, they're going to drive up the cost of living. No doubt. We learned on Friday's show the new HUD median income 
per household, it's going to be released in April. We're both in agreement it's going to be higher than the 123300 from 2022. Yeah. Time will tell. If the income continues going that fast, it doesn't matter what we do with zoning flexibility. Yeah. We highlighted on Friday's show two listings in the Lewis Mountain neighborhood. Both came to market, both over $2 million. You're not going to be able to do anything from a density standpoint at a $2 million plus clip per house, quarter acre or below. You're just not going to. It's too expensive. Yeah. You're not going to be able to assemble that. I mean, I don't even think you can. I don't even think you can subsidize affordable housing at at these rates. So that leads us to the next question: What's the most concerning issue facing Charlottesville right now? And some national media have called the upzoning that we just pushed forward that started today officially the most radical zoning rewrite in America. Mm-hmm. The most radical. Zoning rewrite in America, some media have called it. That leads me to the next question, the most concerning issue facing Charlottesville right now. I think your and I's takes may differ. I'm curious of yours on this. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'd probably have to go with... Uh, You're going to go with the housing? Housing affordability. It, I, think it, I think it's something that affects a wide, wide swath of, of our area and... I, and it's not going away. And I think, uh, I think in the coming years, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt a lot of people. Keep going. I mean, I, that's my answer. I think the the biggest problem. Uh, we're facing today is housing affordability. Um, it's, uh, there's very few people that it, I think it's not going to affect in the coming years. I'm surprised you didn't go somewhere like living wage. I mean, that's a big one too. Is it all lumped in together? In some ways, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't go somewhere like uh, political diversity. I mean, there's, I think there's some political diversity in central Virginia, whether or not there's a whole lot of it in Charlottesville. Uh, but I, I think it's less, uh, I think that's less of an, of an issue here. I'm surprised you didn't go somewhere like... Kevin Yancey says, tax those cigarettes. <laughs> we're trying to get them to cut the cigarettes. Vanessa Parker, we're well... We're also talking about human rights issues. I don't know that I would think... I don't know that I think of uh, politics in Charlottesville as a human rights issue that's affecting a great many people. Vanessa Parker watching the program. Well, when the majority of the community asks for the government to take care of more and more of their needs and wants, the government is going to need to get that money somewhere. Since their main source of income is our tax dollars, our taxes will go up accordingly. We can't have it both ways. It's true. Yeah. It's true. All right. I'll say the biggest concern I have, the most pressing concern I have with Charlottesville. And I'm speaking from the lens of being a father and a husband. 
I'm going to call it the lack of um, diversity that I'm seeing. It is an extremely homogenous community, and it's becoming more so every day. Um, I find that worrisome because I would like to have our boys raised in a community that is more diverse and eclectic with its thought. And at Charlottesville, and as UVA continue to become this mixed blend of one and the same, like for example, Forbes magazine just called UVA one of America's top employers. Did you guys see this? You saw that, right, Judah? Yeah. Forbes magazine, one of the most esteemed business publications. This is one of the lead headlines on Virginia's media arm, news.virginia.edu or UVA Today. UVA landed in the number 73 spot among 600 top-ranked U.S. employers with more than 5,000 employees, and UVA Health was ranked number 117 overall. So the university, number 73 in the nation, 73 in the nation, best large employer. Yeah, employing over 1,000 people. UVA Health, number 117 in the nation. More than 5,000 people, not 1,000. 5,000 people. You sure? Positive. Look at that right now. So here you got a university that's getting accolades from national media yet again about being one of the best places to work. And Charlottesville's getting accolades from national media yet again about being one of the best places to live. It's just creating a silo of the same kind of people moving here. That is my biggest concern. To Judah's point, they may be one and the same. Yeah, I think that's definitely closely tied with uh, housing affordability and, uh, and um, wages. Jason Howard says, with the spike in values, is Charlottesville's future population going to be wealthy retirees, those making executive pay or higher, and students? Median income numbers don't say teacher or first responder to me. 100%. Yeah, no doubt. I would say uh, it's, and I mentioned this last week, I don't even think it's, I, it's the middle, middle class that's completely getting squeezed now as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just uh, financial margin. Yeah. Heck, you can even make upper middle class as a group that's getting squeezed in Charlottesville. Vanessa Parkhill asked what the criteria are for best employers. You have to have uh, more than 5,000 employees is one of the main criteria. It's, I believe it's 1,000. I'm looking at it, too. It says right here. And I'm looking at it right there. The university landed in 73 spot among 600 top-ranked employers with more than 5,000 employees. Organizations with at least a thousand employees were surveyed, and results were broken down based on the number of workers. How about that number? Read that one. UVA in total employs some thirty thousand people across its academic division in Charlottesville. UVA Health, UVA Phys- Physicians Group, and the College at Wise. Thirty thousand employees. Yeah. 
I didn't know that that number. That thirty UVA in total employs thirty thousand people. Yeah, and the interesting thing about this is uh, the uh, the results were actually compiled from the uh, from surveying the responders, surveying the the, the employees. So it's, it wasn't just a, you know, it wasn't just a, oh, we think these are the best places to work. It was actually a, you know, a survey of the people working at these large companies and their their thoughts and comments on their employer. Which is odd because the university gets attention from its employees of not being so fine and dandy. Yeah, I would have thought that too when I was reading this. And then I saw that it was uh, the em- the employees were actually... Pulled. So is that yet another indication that like the loud, organized, vocal, very small minority is the population that's getting the attention? Could be. Or it could be they selected, I don't know, it could be selection bias and who they, who they chose to, uh, to ask about this. I'm sure they didn't survey every single last UVA employee. Here's and- a great stat for you guys at a cocktail party. UVA in total employs some 30,000 people across its academic division in Charlottesville, UVA Health, UVA Physicians Group, and the College at Wise. Mm -hmm. To put that in perspective, the city of Charlottesville has a population of basically 46,000 people. So if UVA employs 30,000 people and the city of Charlottesville has a population of 46,000 people, that puts things in perspective for you. Yeah. Two-thirds. Yeah, definitely Kevin. I, I, for sure, Kevin Yancey. He says many of those are not, are not living in Charlottesville. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think the university is a good steward for Charlottesville? Not really. Come on. Why not really? Do I... I don't know that I feel like they really care about Charlottesville. Do they? I mean, I know that uh, I, in, in some regards, they have to put on a good front. They have to, you know, they have to do certain things to uh, support... Without the UVA, there would be no Charlottesville. That's true. There would be no... It would be a different landscape. I get it. Yeah. So when it makes the argument that we're doing enough, it has legitimate legs to stand on. Mm. You really think that that's a decent argument for uh, just because they're, uh, you're basically saying that the, the fact of their existence is, is enough that... Uh, I think they're doing more than just exist. I know, but that's the kind of the point that you just made, is that the fact of them existing is, you know, the because of the effect that they have on the Charlottesville area, that uh, perhaps that's enough, and they don't have to do anything more. We we've talked a lot about uh, about every time they buy a building, it comes off the tax rolls. Uh, we've it's true, you know, and. I just, uh, yeah, I, they do a lot for the community. I don't know that, uh, I, 
I'm not sure that most of that isn't just for appearance's sake. I could be wrong. No, I mean, I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong answer on that one. I think the, I think the university could always do more, as you're saying. Um, and then there are advocates of what the university is doing, like, hey, what else more do we need to do? Yeah. So I don't think there's necessarily a right answer on that. Yeah. Hmm. 30,000 is an astronomical number, though. No doubt. Um, you had a couple of tidbits from the weekend that struck you. Mm, let's see. I mean, uh, I, had, uh, I had some great drinks at, um, at Southern, uh, Southern Crescent. Oh, you went to Southern Crescent this weekend. Tell me about that. Yeah. That was nice. They've got a great little patio. I mean, oh, it's fantastic! It's really in Belmont. Re- really reminded me of uh, of the Savannah. Area. I knew you were going to bring up Savannah. Say that it's got a New Orleans feel. Yeah, it's got a. Who'd you go to Southern Crescent with? Uh, just a friend. Was this a date? Maybe. Judah Wickow were on a hot date. I like it. <laughs> was it a, was it a good date? Yeah. Will there be a second date? I think there will be. There will be a second date. I think so. I'm not 100% sure. Fantastic, dude. What did you... I won't get, I won't get more personal. I, I'll leave it at that. What did you order? Uh, got a Sazerac. A couple Sazeracs. What's a Sazerac? Sazerac is... Uh, its claim to fame is that it may be the first cocktail. The Sazerac is the first cocktail? I didn't know that. Quite possibly. What's in the Sazerac? Uh, let me bring it up. <laughs> Judah Wickhauer on a hot date at Southern Crescent. Sazerac's got uh, whiskey or cognac. It originally calls for absinthe, sugar, and bitters. Uh, I'm fairly certain most places don't uh, don't use don't use absinthe in it these days. And you guys sat on the back patio. Yeah, they had some uh, they had some of those tall heaters going. And they had a little, uh, you know, like a fire pit heater um, with some, with some uh, couches and comfortable chairs around it. It was nice. A little bit chilly, but they also have baskets full of uh, blankets. So it was, uh, it was great. I loved it. Uh, my better half says Columbus Day is a forgotten holiday. Oh, definitely. Or very maligned, at least. <laughs> Um, after Southern Crescent, where'd you guys walk around Belmont? Uh, no, we called it the night. We pretty much closed down, closed down Southern Crescent. Nice, dude. I like that. I like that a lot. We went, um, uh, our oldest and my oldest, our oldest son and I went to, uh, Selvage Brewery. We did a little divide and conquer. My wife was with our youngest and then our oldest and I went to, um, a basketball game on Friday. Nice. And before that, we stopped for a hot dog and a cheeseburger and a basket of fri- fries at Suffrage Brewery on Ivy Road, across from the Boar's Head in the old Grit Coffee Roastery place. And that I would just very, opened when? This month. I would very much suggest you do that, or as a suggestion, if the uh, if whoever you're dating is into craft beer, that place is fantastic. It's large. They got fantastic TVs for viewing sports. The menu is identical to what they had at the Wool Factory. 
I was very impressed with their execution on Ivy Road for Salvage Brewery. Nice. I think, it was, uh, I think it's going to have a lot of success there. And I think they have a captive audience, not much competition, and the customer base on Ivy Road and the surrounding neighborhoods is one of very deep pockets. Yeah. Um, we tried to go there the day, the next day, because my uh, missus was rather frustrated that I didn't enjoy the first time of going there with her. Um, so we tried to go there the next day, and it was packed following the UVA basketball game. So, Salvage Brewery, job well done on Ivy Road. I think nice. they've done some excellent work there. Um, we want to remind the viewers and listeners that Brad Wilcox is going to be on the show on Wednesday. Yep. He's the UVA professor who has a boatload of research on the uh, pros and cons of marriage, including a book that's recently been published. He's on a book tour, and he's going to join us on the show. Um, you'll have some questions for Professor Wilcox. I'm excited to ask him some questions. He's in studio on Wednesday on the I Love Seville show. Virginia and Virginia Tech, we highlighted for you already. That game tips off tonight. Four and a half point favorites, the Hokies, not UVA. Who do you got winning that game? Are we putting a bet down? No, we're not putting a bet down. You got the Hokies or the Hoos? I'll take the Hoos. I'll take the Hoos, too. I like, I like your style. Um, Jerry and Jerry show tomorrow at 10.15 a.m. We're going to break down this matchup with UVA and Virginia Tech and talk UVA's chances of making the big dance, which I do not think they are guaranteed, nor do I think it's a slam dunk that the Hoos are dancing in March. Time will tell as we head to the home stretch, the final, final handful of games of the regular season for UVA. Um, any closing thoughts for you? Stop disrespecting our presidents. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anybody that's got the day off, enjoy it. Who has the day off? We've already talked about this. There are plenty of people that have the day off. You always make me feel guilty. Sorry. It's bankers and postal workers. And some teachers and other places that offer the... Federal holidays off. I mean, it's not... Uh... We get federal holidays off. Just not the afterthought ones. <laughs> like this one. Okay. We get the primary federal holidays off. Paid. Along with paid vacation. Um, always making me feel guilty. I'm not trying to. I'm just was trying to wish peop the people that do have the day off... Uh, an enjoyable day. Enjoy your President's Day. Yeah. Salute the presidents. Right. The birthdays of the presidents. Those that are working today, which is 90% of America, if not more, realize you're not alone, and the majority of us, large majority of us, are working until about 6 o'clock tonight, if I not mean, later. It looked, like, it looked like Bagby's was closed today. I had some interesting stuff coming out about, about Bagby's, but it's not my announcement to make. But they got some Fair stuff enough. cooking, literally and figuratively. Nice. All right, that's the Monday edition of the I Love Seville show. The Jerry and Jerry show tomorrow at 10.15 a.m. with Jerry Hootie Ratcliffe, the Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, to break down tonight's Virginia and Virginia Tech matchup. Join us at 10.15 a.m. tomorrow, guys. Thank you for joining us in so long.